Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. Are you over 40 and tired of struggling with your weight? Do you feel like you're constantly starting over with your nutrition and fitness? I'm Lil, a certified nutrition coach and former registered nurse, and I too have been there. At the age of 44, I decided I was done with being stuck in the vicious diet cycle. I became a nutrition coach and created the Feel Your Best formula for women who are ready to do things differently. If you're ready to build a better relationship with food, get your energy back, build muscle, lose fat, and keep it off for good, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's build your formula for feeling your best. Hello and welcome to this week's mini session. Today, instead of doing like a coaching mini session, I thought I would just give you a personal update on how my fat loss phase is going and what my next steps are because spoiler alert, I'm ending my fat loss phase and I will be going back into maintenance. And this has been such an interesting experience. It's been an enjoyable experience. And I have to say, going into a fat loss phase, being empowered with the knowledge of the foods that I'm eating, the approach that I'm taking, making sure that I'm eating enough protein, that I'm continuing to strength train, and all those moving pieces that created the habits that got me to a point where it was the right decision to enter a fat loss phase it just made it so much more enjoyable than any time I've started any sort of weight loss in the past. Because in the past, I was always looking for weight loss, and this time I was looking for fat loss. So I started this on May 1st or 2nd, where I decreased, I went from my maintenance calories and I decreased my maintenance calories by about 15 to 20%. I played around with it the first week. And I made sure that I was tracking my food, eating my protein, eating my fiber, and taking it very seriously because I wasn't slashing my calories the old-fashioned way by just cutting like 500, 700 calories out of my daily allotment, I was only cutting about 300 to 400 calories. So because I really wanted to do it in a way that I would not be super, super hungry and cranky and all of those things, it meant that I had to be quite diligent about making sure I followed my plan. When you are just losing weight and jumping on a diet, often diets slash your calories so deeply to build in the fact that it's really hard to stick to diets and that way it gives that diet plan more wiggle room where you still lose weight but they slash your calories so deeply on a daily basis that you are more likely to overeat and quote unquote fall off track and those things and I didn't want to do things that way because that's what I've done in the past and I just wanted to make it so yeah I knew I was going to be hungry I knew that I had to approach things differently. I knew I wanted to be eating meals that had a little bit more volume. And I also knew I wanted to be building in those certain sweet treats like little mini ice cream cones and pieces of chocolate, things like that, that I know if I restrict those foods from my diet, then I am someone who's going to 
just completely break down and I'm going to overeat them when I'm in a calorie deficit and in a fat loss phase. I knew that about myself and I knew I had to approach this by including those foods in my diet, not necessarily every day, but I knew that I could not go in with the mindset of, oh, I'm not having one piece of candy or one bite of ice cream for the next few weeks. My original plan was to do this for 21 days and see how I felt. And I really enjoyed it. So I decided to do an additional three or so weeks. And I will also say that my brother came to visit and a few days into his visit, I was like, I need to go back into maintenance while he's here. And because he wanted to, you know, go to certain restaurants, he doesn't live in the United States anymore. And he wanted to take advantage of certain foods and stuff like that. And I just didn't want to be in that restrictive calorie deficit. So I went back into maintenance and I maintained my weight. And then once he left, I went right back into my deficit and continued on the fat loss phase. So it was really empowering, again, to be able to make that rational, educated decision and not have any guilt or feel like I'm missing out or or anything. And ultimately that I feel like should be our goal to be able to make empowered decisions about the food that we want to eat and not be left in this should I, shouldn't I, what should I do? I'm so bad. I need to be good. And like that crazy conversation of like, you know, you picture the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, where we are constantly having that conversation in our head. And by doing all the work that I've done over the past couple of years, I've really silenced that argument that goes on in my own brain. And I just make the decision that's best for that time. So by me making that choice to go into maintenance for about a week and a half, I knew that I was going to extend my fat loss phase a little bit. So ultimately I did, let's say I started on May 1st and we are in mid-June. So I did about six weeks of it and I got what I wanted out of it. Number one, I showed myself that this is the way to do things. I showed myself that it could be enjoyable, that you can lose fat the right way if you were focusing on the right things, Um, that my mindset was very much in the right space to do it. And it gave me more of an understanding why I had a hard time creating sustainable results and routines and approaches in the past because I know how to eat in maintenance. And once you know how to eat in maintenance, which is what we work on in my one-to-one coaching, I teach you how to eat in maintenance. Once you have that under your belt, it makes a fat loss phase so much easier. I think it's also really important to realize that you should not be living in a fat loss phase, that fat loss phases should be temporary, that constantly being on a diet or being restricted like that is not how you should be living. And I think a lot of us think that we should be living on a diet like 90% of the time. And the only time we shouldn't be on a diet is when we're on vacation. And I've really flipped that whole thought process in my head and I realized that I should be eating in maintenance and working on building muscle 90% of the time and maybe 10% of the time in a fat loss phase. So what results did I get? I definitely lost weight. The scale is now solidly about three to five pounds under where it was when I started 
and I definitely have some great definition in my arms. And that came really quickly within the first couple of weeks. I noticed right away that my shoulders and my arms really started being more defined. And then it took about a month where I saw, you know, my stomach really started to get a bit flatter and just the shape, you know, changed a little bit. And then my legs and my butt, I have to say, taking that time to build the muscle was the best thing ever because then just taking off like this, again, this is very little. This is, this is just fat loss. So still losing three to five pounds. And I say three to five pounds because my weight fluctuates about two pounds almost every single week. And I'm just looking at the downward trajectory of the scale. So on average down about three to five pounds over six weeks, which is normal when you are focusing on a fat loss phase. It's going to be very, very normal. When you are in a weight loss phase and you're losing two, three, four pounds a week, that is not fat. That is, you know, water, that is, you know, the extra carbs that you're no longer eating, it's less food in your system, all of those things, which do still happen in a fat loss phase. But when you're seeing the scale go down, it is primarily fat loss, which is why it is very, very, very slow. And I knew that I didn't really want to lose more than like five or six pounds. So being where I am now, the range that I'm in feels very, very right for me. As we are transitioning from the end of school to summer, I do not want to be in a fat loss phase in summer. Heck no. So I'm moving back into maintenance, which means I am now eating the amount of food that my body requires to maintain that range that I'm in right now, which is just slightly less than where I was before, not a whole lot less. And I'm working to get stronger in the gym, in my basement for the next, uh, what, six to eight weeks, whatever, summer, summer break. We go back to school at the end of August. And then in early September, um, I'm going to go ahead and most likely enter a fat loss phase again, but I'm giving myself the ability to decide when that time is right. And I know that September is a time historically, where I have felt really encouraged and motivated to start something new and, you know, jump into new habits and create a new routine. And we are going to have a very different routine next year. My kids will be able to drive themselves to school. Um, I'm going to have a lot more freedom in the morning of what that looks like. And I love building a call me crazy, call me a nerd, but I love building a new daily routine when we transition. Right now, I just spent the weekend working on an ideal daily routine for my summer that incorporates all those things that I want to do on a daily basis, including, you know, my workout, spending time with my kids, doing my work, all of those things. So I built what my ideal day is going to look like. And then when the fall comes, I will build what my ideal day is going to look like in the fall. And I will be, I think, in a really great place to do another calorie deficit. So my plan over the summer is to eat in maintenance, making sure that I'm tracking my macros and focusing on what matters. And then once we get to school starting, then depending, 
you know, what everything looks like, I will go back and do again exactly what I did over these past six weeks. And this is it. This is how you build your dream body. You don't build your dream body by slashing your calorie for three weeks or two months or whatever and expecting to be done with it. And that's the end of the story. The way you build your dream body is by putting in the effort to build muscle so that when you enter a fat loss phase, you have the muscle that you will reveal by shedding that extra fat. And that's where your dream body is built. And the scale weight is probably going to be much, much, much higher than you think it is. And I did share on my Instagram stories how I got down to 130 pounds, um, I think eight years ago. And I stayed there for a very short amount of time because it was so unsustainable. It is not a weight that I am meant to be at. And I was hungry all the time and cranky. And because I hadn't spent time building muscle, I was able to get down to that very low weight. And then I shared a picture of me today where I'm almost 30 pounds heavier, but I think I actually look way better now because I have more shape because I've spent that time building muscle over the past couple of years and doing it right when I was doing it wrong for so, so long. But that's how you do it. And I know I'm going to look very different a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, because I'm just going to keep going through this process. But it does require you to work on your relationship with food, work on your relationship with your body, work on your relationship with the scale. And once you're able to work through those things, then you can finally start getting to work on building that body and that day-to-day healthy lifestyle that you desire. And so many of us just want to skip through that hard, uncomfortable work of unlearning so many things that we believe are true about, you know, fitness, lifestyle, what is, what is not healthy. And it's actually much simpler than you think it is to actually build a healthy lifestyle. But If you have any issues with food, the scale, your body, then you've got to take the time to work through that before you can expect to get any sustainable results. So this episode is already longer than I thought it would be, but I just wanted to check in with that little bit of a personal update. And my biggest takeaway from this fat loss phase was the overall pride that I have in myself for working through so many things that I've struggled with for so long and really being able to look at this process with more of a scientific standpoint, you know, just kind of looking at things for what they are and not really putting a whole lot of emotion into it and just realizing that if I really want a certain result, that this is what it takes to do it and am I willing to do it or am I willing not to not do it? And the answer is, yes, I was willing to do it for that month and a half, but now that summer is here, I'm not willing to do it. I want to have more room in my diet each day to enjoy the foods that I really enjoy. I don't want to feel restricted in any way. I want to continue to approach my diet in the really healthy way that I have been over the past few months, which is prioritizing my calories, protein, and fiber, and then still being 
being able to fit in the foods that I love. And if I was in a calorie deficit, then that's just going to be harder. And I'm probably going to feel bad about myself because I don't really want it that bad and I wouldn't be able to stick to it. And that wouldn't be being true to myself and it wouldn't be being true to you because I do want to set the example to show you what is possible. So I hope you found this helpful, just having my little personal anecdote. And I do have openings for my one-to-one coaching. And I have to say summer and learning how to eat in maintenance during summer would be a fantastic experience. So if you are interested in having one of those spots, then make sure to book a 15-minute call with me and we can see if it's the right fit for you. All right, have a beautiful day and I will be back here on Monday with a full-length episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. If you enjoyed the information and discussion we had here today, then make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you're serious about making changes with your nutrition and fitness, then you definitely want to join my weekly newsletter list as well. You can find the link below and more information in the episode details. That's all for today. And we will see you back here next week for a new episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast.